Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. And oh my goodness, I am getting married in 58 days. And I know some people will be like, okay, you've been talking about that for a while. So why bring that up right this second? Well, that's what today's podcast is about. The things they don't tell you and the last couple of months of wedding planning. So I was talking about some of the stresses that we've been through, and I know it's all good things. I manifested this whole beautiful life, and it's coming to a very big culmination or rid of passage right now in terms of getting married, you know? We're like, we're uniting our family, my fiance, Marshall, and I. We have our beautiful baby boys that are going to be present there, you know, my son, Lyric, and then my son with Marshall, Malin. So it's a joyous occasion. Don't get me wrong. I'm not poo-pooing the blessings, but keeping it real as per used on Really Riley. Damn, the last couple of months are still restful. Yeah, somebody asked me the other day, they're like, oh, are you button everything up? Everything's, you know, pretty much done? No, it's been pretty crazy. And I think with weddings, like you always have this idea in your mind of everything that it's going to be. And then a lot of times it, it's not. And that's okay. I'm telling myself that right now because Lord have mercy. So in the last couple of months where you would think things are done, things are set, no. Like recently, we're having to revamp who's doing our DJing, the music for the wedding. It's a very long story there, you know, with things being rescheduled because of COVID and because I was pregnant. We were originally supposed to get married November 14th of last year. Now we're getting married in 58 days. And with everybody changing things, like different people are doing things, different vendors are happening. And it's like some unexpected things that pop up that you're like, oh my God, am I the only bride that has to deal with this malarkey right before her wedding? No, I am not. And I think it's important to talk about like stresses in that sense and like breathing through it because a lot of times people always just tell you, oh, but the most important thing is that you walk away a husband and wife. And yes, that's true. (laughs) But to be honest, we could have gone to city hall for free if that was the most important thing. And don't like, I know people are like, oh, but it is the most important thing. Of course it is. But we are still spending a lot to make this beautiful day happen. And it's just... I've been literally losing my hair over the last minute details. You know, I have the most amazing wedding planner. Shout out to Katie at Rose Gold Events. If you are thinking about getting a wedding planner, don't think about it. Do it. Call her. She's been amazing. She's literally been my therapist. But it's just like every little thing can't always be put on the wedding planner. You have to deal with certain things yourself. Like you have to chase after people that aren't RSVPing. And I think that might have been partly our bad because we invited a lot of people that we weren't sure if they were going to come. 
And then we're thinking, well, if these people aren't going to be there, can't be there, don't want to be there, because there's a couple of those people that we truly thought were going to be there that are not, also fine. But hey, one of those things they don't tell you about the last few months of wedding planning. You know, we would like for people to RSVP so that we could have people there that want to be there instead. You know what I mean? Because we have a certain amount that we've allotted for that originally we thought, oh, we're going to go over. Oh my gosh. Well, now it's like we're under, but then is that rude to like invite people on a B list? That's a whole nother podcast. But at the end of the day, isn't it about like whoever wants to be there should be there. And if you give them a like semi last minute invite, is that a big thing? Again, all of these things, all of these questions that swirl around in your head in the last few months of planning that you think, Ugh, should this really be happening to us? You know, things so far is like, okay, well, I'm trying to chase after my bridesmaids. Like, who wants to get their hair done? Who doesn't want to get their hair done? Because that's the thing, too, is like, I can't afford to pay for everyone to get their hair and makeup done. I don't mind if everybody doesn't want their makeup done, but then I don't want them there to be like one or two people that don't get it and feel left out. So then you're texting, you're chasing, and these are your best friends in the whole world that are standing up beside you and you want to wring their necks, but you still love them. And then you also don't want to be bridezilla. Like now I understand why the bridezilla phenomenon has come along because these last few months of minutia just really, really get to you. And then there's also final fittings. Like, thank goodness I have gotten through that because I have told you guys before about the debacle with my dress that I had it custom made for me. The first time I saw it, I was like seven weeks pregnant and didn't know it and had a complete meltdown. You know, all of these tiny little things that you're like, they end up not being so tiny. Like the stuff that you thought you weren't going to care about, you do. Like transportation for everybody. Why I thought I could get away with having 13 people in my wedding party and not renting a party bus I don't know. So that's yet another thing we have to check off the list with 58 days. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It makes it sometimes difficult to stop and stay within the moment and just appreciate the fact that you're about to be a Mrs. or a Mr. or a Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. Mr. However, which way your nuptials are happening. It makes it hard to, like, just chill and take it all in. And I really want to do that because your girl has waited a long time for Marshmallow. Marshmallow, his Instagram handle is the fit marshmallow. So sometimes I call him Mr. Marshmallow, but it, it makes it hard to just sit back and appreciate. But I guess that's why I want to talk about it because I guess I want to feel, make you feel if you're going through the same situation, less alone. Like I spoke to a bride on DMs on Instagram not too long ago when we were talking about how we had a debacle with our wedding venue. They switched owners, they became an event space and not a restaurant. It was a whole situation. And she was like, well, my wedding venue, because of COVID, closed down six weeks before her wedding. I, oh, I would faint. I would faint. I would cry. I would probably want to cancel the whole thing. But you get that far into the situation and you can't get your deposits back. That's always fun. And it's like, okay, you got to scramble and figure a bunch of stuff out. And everyone tells me, like, the day ends up being perfect. And I'm praying so because I want to take a little pressure off of the day of, I want to make it less pressure cooker-esque because I tend to do that with things. I told my fiance the other day when I was having one of my bridal fits about something that I was like, you know, I've waited for this for so long. We have wanted this for so long because we've been engaged longer than we've been together. We got engaged inside of six months that I'm just, I, I tend to strangle the moment. And I feel like brides should expect that sometimes that like you want it so badly to be perfect. And if little things pop up towards the end, it's okay. It will work out. 
because you you don't think you're going to be changing your DJs 58 days before the wedding. You don't think that, you know, you're going to have mishaps and people are going to not show up for you that, that you thought were going to show up for you. You're not going to be arguing with your mother about not wearing white to your bridal shower. <laughs> Again, an entirely different podcast for a different occasion. But I guess in talking to you guys about this right now, I'm trying to take myself off the bridal ledge and realize that as long as my dress doesn't catch on fire, as long as the preacher shows up the day of, and as long as my kids don't scream through the wedding ceremony, it'll all be okay. And yes, I know the last one on that list may actually happen and I'm just going to have to breathe through and accept it. I don't know if it's because I've been paying too much attention to the minutia that's it's been getting to me as much because I see some brides that are like super bridechella and it really doesn't matter and you know they can spill red wine on their wedding dress day of like Miranda from Sex in the City and it's all fine and they can consider it good luck. I don't know that I'll be that bride. I'm going to make everyone have clear liquids around me the day of. Kind of kidding, but not. I mean, people ask me like if they if you could do it over and not spend the crazy amount of money that weddings cost, would you have just had a small ceremony? Would you have eloped? Eloping for me or for us was never an option because the people that have been there for us through this crazy ride in the last two years of COVID, moving, having a baby, building a house, Marshall's avascular necrosis surgery, me having a miscarriage, all these things, we really want to share in that moment of wedded bliss with them. So eloping wasn't an option. Do I wish sort of that we had gone back and had like a super small, like 30 person COVID wedding? Sort of. I mean, I can't really think of too many things that I would have stressed about differently with the exception of the damn name of the wedding website, because yes, I had that fit that we accidentally purchased. We got this wed instead of we got this wedding. But those are the things that I'm like, okay, Riley, relax, like chill. It's really not that big a thing, but losing wedding vendors and like, losing relationships. Like, I don't think I've lost any relationships over this wedding, but I think certain relationships and situations, I view them differently because you really see who's there for you in your times of triumph. I used to always say to my mom when she, when I was broke and I would fly home from my best friend's baby showers and their weddings. And she was like, well, do you really want to spend all that money on that? And I'm like, well, yes, because you can't expect, you know, people to someday celebrate your triumphs if you don't celebrate theirs. And I think it's definitely zany to see towards the end of all the wedding planning who shows up for you and who doesn't. And also shifting your expectations of people having other things going on and that's okay. (laughs) And also with RSVPs, honesty is the best policy. If you're not going to come, that's fine. But just let me know. (laughs) As you can tell, that's been a point of contingency lately that it's just like, damn it, why didn't I put please RSVP by? And even then, I've talked to some brides that they're like, yeah, people RSVP'd and then didn't come. People came that actually weren't invited. Like, adding plus ones, that's always fun. It's like, don't be afraid to say no, I'm sorry, there isn't a plus one. Because that's always difficult. You want the people that are invited to have a great time. But then you also don't want to invite a bunch of people just because they're plus ones if you have a certain number of guests that you're allowing in your party or that you can afford. Because, yes, we know these weddings are expensive. 
Like I am truthfully trying to grab all of my manifestation crystals and my rose quartz and just manifest love, 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 and try to get through these last bits of stress and just really enjoy it. Like this weekend, we're going to my bridal shower. I cannot wait to be in Florida, enjoying the sun, enjoying my best friends. Like I did get a moment of peace with this today when I was talking to one of my bridesmaids uh, and saying, this is going to be one of two times, the bridal shower and the wedding three times with the rehearsal dinner that the most important people in my life from years ago and today are going to be in one room, Marshall included, obviously with my children and my family. And it's incredible to think about, albeit stressful as all get out, but also incredible to think about. (sighs) Deep breaths, right? Like I am praying that the memories that we get from this wedding will last a lifetime and will also be worth the testing of my Botox and the wrinkles and the gray hairs that I have popped up. (laughs) Because if not, I'm going to be like, well, damn, we could have had the down payment of our house back. The weddings are crazy, y'all. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But if you're a bride or a groom that is going through this last minute minutia stress is what I call it, you are not alone. And I'm hoping that in 58 days when the wedding is beautiful and everything pans out to be wonderful and great that I can say to y'all, ha 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 ha, Riley, you are stressing over nothing. As a matter of fact, I'm going to speak that into existence and just have faith that the day is going to be beautiful and or the crap that's bothering me now won't be bothering me later. You know, as long as my hair and my makeup looks great, the dress looks great, Marshall is happy and you know, all of my girls are there and all of Marshall's guys are there, then I think we'll be good. I hope. Just pray for me putting together this last minute stuff, y'all, because your girl is tired. But at the end of the day, as I hear myself saying this, I'm just sort of like, Riley, these are pretty good problems to have. Because five years ago, when I was sitting here thinking, I'm never going to be with my person. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. I'm not going to get the life that I want, so I have to be content with the life that I have. And now I take a breath, and I look around my home. I look at my fiancé. I look at my two sons. I'm like, all right, Riley, chill. The minutia is tiny problems, and you have a great, great future ahead of you. I'm going to leave you out with that because it seemed like a lot of this podcast was wet wang about a lot of stuff that are, you know, small problems as comparatively to a lot of the things that are going on in this world right now. But that's what's going on with Riley today. So as per usual, I like to keep it real with y'all. But you guys, thank you so much for listening to my short little rant. I like to keep these rants that seem kind of eh, pretty short and sweet. I put them out there because hopefully you guys can connect with what I'm feeling. Hopefully if you've gone through it, You can share your stories with me as well. I always tell you guys, the DMs are always open no matter what it is. You guys, a lot of times, would be like, Riley, I'm sorry to bother you. Please don't ever say that. You're never bothering me. I love connecting with you guys. It was the inspiration for this entire podcast. So hit me up at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Instagram and Facebook. Snapchat is at Radio Recon. Twitter is Riley Couture 5. And TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Love you guys so, 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 so much for listening. I'm going to be back with y'all for the Fave 5. Since last week for the Fave 5, I did the groomsmen's gifts that are worth buying. I think I'm going to do the bridesmaids' gifts that are worth buying. Yet another set of minutiae I've been trying to figure out, but all worth it in the end. Love you guys so much for listening. Thank you. It's really Riley. <laughs>